Do you call her and just say, hey, listen, here you don't know us, but we'd like to uh, have your house for a day and we're going to send you off somewhere? <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> I mean, how do you, how does she respond to that? You know what? Be like, get away from me. You You're know, weird. ironically, <laughs> as crazy as this first one was, and I was like trying to just, just trust me. I don't know what, you know, and I wasn't. What did you say to her? I said, hey, I know your friend, Jen Davies, yeah. and I'm trying to do this thing. I'm starting. It's like, can I stop by and talk to you? It'll can make I, more can sense. Can I come over and fold some towels? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird if you think it about really it. Is. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Welcome to an army of normal folks. I'm Bill Courtney. I'm a normal guy. I'm a husband, a father, an entrepreneur, and I've been an inner city football coach in Memphis. And the last part unintentionally led to an Oscar for the film about our team. It's called Undefeated. Guys, I believe our country's problems will never be solved by a bunch of fancy people in nice suits talking big words that nobody understands on CNN and Fox, but rather, by an army of normal folks, us, just you and me deciding, hey, I can help. That's what Tiani Shoemaker Clyde, the voice we just heard has done. Tiani is the founder of Little Miracles, which as you might guess, helps single moms with miracles in their home that are meant to be little, but every single time, they've turned out to be incredibly meaningful to their moms and their kids and to the army of volunteers that have made their 86 miracles happen. I can't wait for you to hear this story right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey everybody, I uh, recently heard that this thing called Mint Mobile's offering premium wireless starting at 15 bucks a month. And I thought, nah, no way. Um, you know, everybody puts out these catchphrases about this or that or the other, but you know, 15 bucks a month for mobile, I just didn't buy it. Um, and then I talked to these guys and it all makes sense. Um, there isn't a catch. Uh, Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service just online, which means they cut out the cost of retail stores and they pass those savings on to you, which I think is cool. But then you think, okay, 15 bucks a month sell service, well, you know, fine, but you're probably not going to get service everywhere. And well, guess what? All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data and it's delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to monthly phone bills and overpriced packages. And you get the best rate, whether you're buying for one or a family. At Mint, families just start at two lines. The other thing is you can use your own phone. All you got to do is take your phone and your phone number with any Mint Mobile plan. You keep your same number along with your existing contacts. Uh, you can switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. Guys, 
The service is great. It's inexpensive. There's no catch. They're cutting out the middleman and passing the savings on directly to you. And you know, it's finally some way for you to save a little bit of money on your, on your mobile service. So at Mint Mobile, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash folks. That's mintmobile.com slash folks. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash folks. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Y'all need to give it a shot. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tiani actually played college basketball at BYU and then married the quarterback. Although this beginning may sound a little fairy ish and it was for a while, the Mormon couple with three children divorced, sadly, after 10 years. And suddenly Tiani, a single mom with a fashion merchandising degree that she wasn't even using, had to figure out how to make it on her own in Salt Lake City. You're a single mom. Single mom. With a fashion merchandising thing <laughs> going on in Salt Lake, career, yes. And um, what do you what do you do to make ends meet? Seriously, <laughs> Honestly, what, what odd jobs, whatever jobs, or not odd. You want to know the truth? Yeah, I I'm do. I'm actually kind of proud of this, but I kept it on the down low. I delivered the Salt Lake Tribune. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> I had a college degree. I could deliver this. Somehow I met somebody who- You delivered the, papers? I was like making like 1500 bucks, which I thought was a ton of money at the time, just for having a little exercise in the morning. I had this route of apartment, so I'd fill my little bag up with paper. I thought it was a great little gig. Right. I didn't need a babysitter. I was up at four in the morning. I got done. So I-, I you So know, you were the paper boy, girl. Girl. For, for a minute. Um- we had actually, when I was married to, we'd opened a salon, a little like a tanning salon spa. So I ran that a little bit. But about the time we got divorced, we we sold that. And So did you struggle? Oh. As a single mom with kids? Oh, Struggle gosh. financially? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I got divorced probably like 04, 05, and I actually found myself pregnant, not married. Had two kids already, no family in Colorado or in Utah. Right. So we're all mostly in Colorado. And yeah, my my fashion merchandising degree didn't come to help me at all. Like I, I was just trying to fit what am I gonna trying to figure out what my life 
was going to be at that point. I mean, everything had gone like my script. I have BYU, marry the quarter, like I had thought until that. Yeah, this is a serious audible. Yeah. And um, I decided to get my real estate license. Is this why you're throwing newspapers? No, we're right at... Right about the time I was thinking about it. Yeah, like I can't do this for very long, right? I mean, this isn't yeah. really paying my bills, you know? It was, yeah. it was so a little extra So somewhere in there, you say, I'm going to get my real estate. Yeah, business. yeah. The market okay. at that point was doing really well. So I thought, okay, well, my you know friends that were doing it were doing well, so, if you're getting your, if this is around 2006 or seven, you're getting your real estate <laughs> license right before the housing crash. Absolutely. Yep. Well, that's cool. It was very. How'd that work out? So, you know what? Now, looking back, it was, it was great because, you know, when I, I think about it and I don't know for sure how I got through all of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> just one day at a time, a little by little by little by little. I mean, here I had. I got my license in 06, right? Right enough to see the good stuff, what it could be, and then got on with a builder, thought life's going great. And, and then, then whack. Yep. And then found myself in this situation and like, just like that, the market turned, everything crashed. You know, it was a tough, tough time. Okay. So fair enough to say you grew up a normal kid and a really organic, good old-fashioned American family, went to college, you're checking the boxes, doing what you're supposed to do, get your degree, marry the quarterback, (laughs) and then the world kind of falls apart, and you find yourself single, financially struggling, having to feed three mouths, and did you cry? Were there nights you cried? Oh, yeah. Were you scared? Mm. I mean, scared in terms of, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills, I'm going to be put out. Oh, yeah. In fact, my my boys remember very well. Well, my daughter was a hard baby too, so I mean that's just exhausting. I was dealing with her twenty four seven, and you know, but they remember the day I sat them down and said, "You know what, guys, I I just need a little help, and I think we might have to move to Colorado for just to live with to live with your parents. my parents to try to get my feet under me again." And my oldest said, "I don't, I'm not leaving my friends. I don't want to leave my friends. I'll stay with dad." And it, I will just never forget that moment because- Did that shatter you? Well, I just knew it wasn't an option. Right. I just knew in that moment, I'm not leaving my kids. I got to figure this out. I got to do whatever I got to do. So my mom and father were divorced when I was four. Okay. And my mom was subsequently married and divorced a number of times after that. She was not a good picker of men. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I remember if I got straight A's in a week, back then the grading periods were six weeks. Okay. Okay. And if I got straight A's for my six weeks thing, I got to go to Wendy's. That was like, oh boy. Wow. You know, that was a big thing. Still. And, you know, today, I mean, I... It, it almost seems like a lifetime ago to me, yeah. but it is my reality, and it is the reason that I think the way I do because I remember that struggle, and that struggle is fearful, and I know it was fearful for my mom, worried about what we were going to have to do. We also did the grandparent thing a couple times, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's also scary for a kid, yeah, and they won't often verbalize it or show it Mm -hmm. to their parent Mm -hmm. but i lived it and 
you don't want to lose your friends. You don't want to lose whatever house it is you have. And you really don't even know that you're broke. You just don't want things to change too much. Yeah. And um, I wonder, did you feel that ever? Yeah, I was always mindful of, especially my oldest is very sensitive. And he knew when I was struggling. He knew the nights I was crying right. <laughs> and worried and stressed. And he, I still have him. He wrote me all notes all the time and, you know, said, it's okay. We're going to be okay. You know, and, and now we talk about it and, you know, they tell me things I didn't know probably back then. Tell me one. Well, oh gosh. I mean, divorce is just hard to begin with. I mean, they were, I didn't know they ever knew I cried and had those nights. Of course, and my, my son heard, yeah, he's de- described him in detail to me and I felt so bad, you know, and he went on a, a church mission right out of high school, which is another cultural thing with the Mormon religion. He went to Madagascar and as he was leaving and I was, you know, it's a big deal. He'd kind of, I'd that's a long way away. Mo- that's, it, that's just that's just east of South Africa. I mean, that's way down there. I, I knew nothing about this country. I was, you know, researching it. Obviously, you don't know. You know, that's a that takes a lot of courage and faith for someone to you don't know take off where you're heading, who you're going to be. You know, it's it's a kind of a crazy time. And I was trying to give him my best pep talk at the time about you know just try to love these people and you'll feel like they'll be your home they'll be your family you know he said mom you don't have to worry about me he said i've been homesick my whole life and i said i it took me a minute and then it kind of broke my heart a little bit because i've been homesick hang on just a second i've been homesick homesick. like don't worry i know what homesick feels like because you know their dad was in their life and a a good father so a lot of women don't have that but for a child who's got to go back and forth and he would say that as a little boy when i'm with you i miss dad when i'm with dad i miss you and they can never really oh and get me no that's okay you know that's the reality of divorce and half of families are living that way and a lot of kids don't get to see their dads you know and that's even harder but the, even the ones that do they're longing for for mom you know they want that family so you know he's this big six five great strong kid and when you know kind of broke my heart but I also knew that I felt that because they couldn't fully enjoy Disneyland with dad because mom's not there and you know, and I wasn't able to take them on trips like that. So I'm trying to make it as fun as I can in my chaotic, you know, single you mom feel, life. Did you feel competition with your ex-husband? No, I really didn't. A lot do. A lot do. And I'm grateful. I don't know. It's a little bit my personality. I don't. But my kids did. I remember they went to Hawaii. He got remarried after a few years and they went on some trips. And, you know, he they were able to to have a lot of experiences with their dad that a lot of kids don't because dads a lot of times take off after the divorce. But I remember them wanting to show me their video of Hawaii and all these things they did. And then he stopped and he said, mom, I feel bad. You know? And I was like, oh, no, I I didn't want him to feel that way. I truly wasn't. I truly didn't feel jealous. I, I, I was at peace that we just weren't a good match. We never had a bad, ugly divorce. But the, but the point is, the kids but he felt feel good. all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For I sure. remember feeling that kind of stuff. Do and you? I 
The reason I'm asking about this is not to try to jerk tears out of you, but or to make you feel even remotely guilty, because I know <laughs> as a single mom, you've done everything you can possibly do, because I watched my mom do everything she could possibly do. But the thing is, with a, about a 50% divorce rate in our country, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's bad for the adults, but the kids didn't divorce anybody. Exactly. They showed up. And they're in it, not by any choice or doing of their own. And it's traumatic for a child. And then when you take the trauma of a child having to choose between parents, having to balance between parents, not wanting to hurt one another's parents' feelings, just like you've described, being pulled back and forth on Thanksgiving and Christmas Mm -hmm. and summer trips and all of that. That's enough trauma. Or a child with with a divorced parent who doesn't even get to experience anything with the other parent because the other parent abandons them. All of that is extraordinarily traumatic and formative on a child. And then you throw in on it economic difficulty. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why these children oftentimes grow up with um, emotional scars. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you nailed it. So I'm trying to paint a picture. Mm-hmm. And the picture is kid grows up, good parent, family, moves around, goes to plays high school and then college ball, marries the quarterback, starts to sound out a little fairy tale-ish. And just a few years later, you find yourself with three kids struggling with all kinds of issues, yep. um, which is unfortunately fairly common yeah i think in our society and you do start having a little bit of success with your real estate business mm-hmm. and now tell me again you were invited on something to brazil yes. i don't i what it was a mission so right? yes i had at this point i had a friend who the you know the market crashed fortunately i got in with some really good people that were neighbors i had known for a long time we started working like the short sell foreclosure market pretty hard. And I had a friend who wanted to, he'd never invested in real estate, but wanted to start investing some of the short sales that we had. So we became really close friends. And my oldest was struggling at the time. You know, he's kind of going through puberty. What does that mean? Oh, just, Yeah. And he was just, he was a really good kid, but just really having struggles and depressed. And, you know, I thought, you're the perfect kid. You know, how, you know, I was trying to figure out a way to help him. So my, it's funny. You're the perfect kid. Well, you know, no, no, I, I, no, I, I get it. Yeah. But I mean, when you, when you think about all that, his emotions and heart were bearing. Yeah. Of course he was struggling. I know. And I probably and didn't let me tell you something. realize how I, much I was, I was a pretty good athlete coming up and everything else and all that. And I felt like such a second class citizen because I didn't have a dad mm-hmm. at the games. And, um, and I, I struggled with it in, into my 40s. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, a, a kid going through puberty struggling with it is just not at all surprising to me. Yeah. So, but I probably you're dealing didn't with that. understand it at the time what all he was feeling, obviously. But even though he had a dad, we're also in a very, you know, um, religious community was not 
typical to have divorce. None of his friends had divorced. And there was teasing about, you know, and, and stuff that I probably didn't understand at the time. And then you add on the other thing. He's real hard on himself. He's naturally a very athletic kid and all that. But he just was really just struggling more than – and I didn't know how to help him. I didn't know how to connect with him. I would try to tell him to look for things he could do for other people. And he genuinely wanted to because he can't – he said, Mom, what do you mean by – what do I do? Give someone a ride? He he was thinking Give about it. Ride, yeah. But he didn't know what to do. And so then here my friend, he had started a company that was very successful, MLM business. And he had created this foundation that was in Brazil. And they had missions is what they called them. They would send people over to help out in, the, in these orphanages and rebuild schools and do all kinds of things cool. in Brazil. That's and great. I, I heard all the stories and he said, why don't you take him? You guys should go on the next mission and I'll pay for it. And you go and it'll be amazing. It'll be wonderful. And I, I loved the idea, but it sparked an idea in my heart that said, well, we, why do these all have to be in like so far away? Why I hear about these awesome humanitarian things and what they do for people's lives. But how can we do the same? How can we have that same experience here? Because you're nice to offer to pay for my kids to go. It's not cheap to do that. Most families can't do that. What about all these other friends of mine, all the single moms I know? They, they can't go. I want so, I want something that we can connect with people and just be here in our community. And now, a few messages from our generous sponsors. But first, we're now offering premium memberships for the Army of Normal Folks. For 10 bucks a month, you'll receive special benefits, such as being invited to a private yearly call with other premium members and me, access to monthly Ask Me Anything episodes, and occasional bonus audio. If you're interested in this, I hope you go to normalfolks.us and click on premium. But guys, that's really not what it's about. You get all that cool stuff, and we're going to provide all that stuff. But the truth is, we're trying to, to grow the army of normal folks and have a greater impact on the country. And with the premium memberships, we can fuel our marketing efforts to grow it. This podcast peaked at number 10 on Apple's podcast chart and all of the US, which is absolutely crazy. And it's not about me, it's about the guest and it's about you. So we've decided to set an exciting new goal of trying to be on Apple's top shows chart for our entire first year which will mean more attention, more listeners, more Army members, and most importantly, more impact. But we need you, as always. So go to normalfolks.us and click on premium if you're down to help. If not, just keep listening. We'll be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. So your friend doing the thing of Brazil, planted the it, it seed. enticed you to kind of plant it, and it's planted a seed of, yeah, doing something for someone who's more disadvantaged is great, but you decided you want to do it on a more local basis. Yeah, it really planted a seed that this felt like I, I want something more. I was surviving at that point. I was, I was finally feeling successful in real estate, and. I was grateful to be where I was at, but I also felt like, you know, and there was even times I couldn't believe some of the checks I was, I, I didn't think I would ever have a check worth that, you know, but it, it, it kind of very quickly became meaningless in a way because I just felt more busy. I felt more stress. I felt more hustle and worry and I got to keep up with the next thing now. And I'm, I'm meanwhile missing the point, like, you know, of life here. Yeah. I got to have something else. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you got out of all the stress that you found yourself in and it created a whole nother ball of stress, which it, I think is really normal for people. I think the older we get, our stressors change, but the level of stress doesn't necessarily diminish. Yeah. Well, um, when I start to tell you the story, we, this idea came to me very quickly. You know, the seed was planted and the desire was there. I knew there's something. I want to do something. And once I got the idea, I actually was just talking out loud one day in my office to another girl. I want to do something like this. And because my background was real estate and I enjoyed fixing houses up and I'd done some flips by then, people would ask me to help them, you know, and that's that was my gift. You know, that was my thing I could do. I could go clean up your house and fix. And I was telling her, why don't I want to do something like this is what we can do you know just our friends we can clean we can organize their house rearrange the front make it feel good fix their kids rooms and someone overheard me talking who actually had a local real estate show just on in salt lake and he was kind of getting bored of the content just showing houses and stuff and he said hey i, I really like this idea like let's you know let's do this yeah he literally, in that little moment, 
called his camera guy. You know, this is a little rinky-dink thing, but and <laughs> asked him, uh, you know, what your schedule is, and he confirmed like it was like three weeks out. We're gonna film this thing. She's gonna do this. We're gonna put it on the show. We need something like this on. So a you show. came up with it, and now you're gonna be filmed in three weeks, and you don't even know what it is. I didn't yet. know what it is. I had no name. I had no ideas. I had no money. I, it was just <laughs> something in my heart, and I was acting like. I knew what I was talking about enough that he went with it. He was either desperate enough for something or I sounded So because convincing. he's got a camera, you got to have a name? Is that the deal? Kind of. I mean, yeah. So at this point, I had a business partner. I went to him and said, hey, I want to do this. And I would said what I want to do. I want to go to single parents, probably mainly single moms. That's my passion. I want to help them out. I want to give them a day with their kids to go have fun. And I want to just get my friends and clean and do the honeydews, like fix a leaky faucet, just those things, just basic, right? So let them leave, go have a day, go have and a come, day. Back come back to, to a repurposed home. Exactly. That's that's all it was. But I told my business partner, what do you think of this idea? And he said, I like it. I And he started telling me we should brand it with your real estate business. And was so you're thinking like extreme home makeover. He started giving me these <laughs> names. And I said, no, nothing. He said, you got to have it something so it it, it highlights your real estate because that'll be really where, you know, that's where charities can really help a business. And so he kept telling me I had something with real estate or homes in it and it never felt right. And I, it, it was, you know, here we only have three weeks to come up with this whole thing. So it was several days later, but I was talking to my mom on the phone. I said, I don't, I don't want it to have anything with the home. It's more than that. It's going to be lots of, it's like just all kinds of little miracles. I just said it out loud talking to her. And there it was. And I said, that's it. Little miracles. That's the name. That is what this is. It's not houses. It's little miracles. So now that we know (laughs) how we came up with the name Little Miracles, uh, to paraphrase, Little Miracles you know, I, I don't want people to think that this is extreme home makeover with a bus and people rolling up and all this. It is a divorced mom with three kids who felt and understood the things we talked about, which is anxiety, frustration, some shame. So you identify deeply mm-hmm. with these moms. And you understand what it is to struggle financially with all of these other things going on in their psyche, trying to put a trying to put some lipstick on and a smile on their face for their children, mm-hmm. and trying to be a brave mom, but probably melting into a pillow at night, crying herself to sleep because of all the things that they feel. And the little miracle is you just want to give a random mom that's in this situation, a nice day out with her kids. And then while they're gone, you want to clean their house, you want to fold some clothes, maybe slap some paint on a wall, and just give them something nice for a change. Yeah. That's it, right? That was it. You know, for a single mom's kid, that's a great day, too. Yeah. For the children, it's a great day. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have a soft spot for the kids. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I knew we were going to talk about the moms mm-hmm. because you were one in that position, which is what obviously gave you the 
the drive to to do this, but the kids, I mean, the kids to be able to have a, a day where they get to see their mom happy and smile, where they get to see their mom actually not look frazzled, stressed out, and just enjoyable, and then they get to come home to something nice in this home when, as your words are, so many of these kids are homesick, that that makes the sickness not so bad, probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's impossible to describe. I could have never imagined. You know, when we started this, I just wanted, yeah, mom to have a good day and come home to a clean house. So tell me about, don't worry about leading up to it. We get it. You had three weeks. You're probably running all over the place, begging, borrowing, and stealing. Tell me about the very first one. Tell me, tell me who it was or, right. and how it went. Yep. And well, first of all, a mom or dad? A mom. A mom. How many children? Five kids. And her husband divorced? Yeah, they divorced? they've been divorced. He was not much in the picture. Okay, so basically a mom jobs. on her own with five kids. Yep. And she had three jobs. Three jobs. How do you work three jobs and make sure the kids are, like, cared for? Yeah, exactly. I mean, how do you do that? Exactly. A lot of times what what ha- you can't do it all and the house is wh- one of the first things to go. It's destroyed. It's destroyed. It's not clean. It's it disorganized. No one's changed an air filter in who knows how many years. The, the things that are broken, there's a cup in the windowsill catching the water leaking because they don't know is how to fix it. this actually oh, first, um, the first? Oh, you, yeah. This yeah. is what you walked into. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how'd you found her? You know, I just started telling friends, "Hey, I want to do this." And, and some I'm, friends said, "Hey, I someone know someone goes, I know, I know someone position. who's such a great mom, my friend, da da da." And yeah, so I said, "Give me her number." How, were, how old were her kids? Out of curiosity, her oldest about. was about. I mean, they were all in the home. The oldest was sixteen or seventeen, and the youngest was maybe five or six. How about did five. this woman get out of bed every day? I have no idea. And what I found out, she, she, her kids were everything to her. You know, she was the mom. Well, that's how then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you call her and just say, hey, listen, here, you don't know us, but we'd like to uh, have your house for a day and we're going to send you off somewhere. (laughs) I mean, basically, (laughs) I mean, how do you, how does she respond to that? You know what? Be like, get away from me. You're weird. Ironically, (laughs) as crazy as this first one was, and I was like trying to just, just trust me. I don't know what, you know, and I wasn't. What did you say to her? I said, hey, I know your friend. Jen Davies, yeah. and I'm trying to do this thing. I'm starting. It's like, can yeah. I stop by and talk to you? It'll can make I, more can sense. Can I come over and fold some towels? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird if you think it about it. It really is. It really <laughs> is. And not just the first time. It's the whole time we kept that same spirit about it with us. We kind of Well, hold on. Let's stay with the first one because we're going to get to the next one. Yeah, okay. The first one. All right. So what, what yeah. was her response? Do you remember? Um. Okay. I just said, I, I felt weird telling her on the phone. I said, can I stop by? And th- yeah. I thought if she met me, sense. it wouldn't it wouldn't seem so weird. Yeah. She let me come over and I just told her, listen, I've been a single mom. I'm just trying to do something. I don't know. I'm just trying to start. All I said was, can we like find out a little bit about what you guys like to do together maybe just let you guys have a fun day for i even said just maybe a few hours on a saturday and we're just gonna kind of clean and do some stuff at your house if you're okay with that do you feel okay it's kind of weird you don't know me yeah you, do you feel okay jen can come my friend that knows us both and yeah. so she was reluctant but i bet 
but grateful right yeah, off that it. somebody was even willing to notice and she probably everything. thought you're pretty weird. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> right. So where'd you send she and the kid? What's her name? Her name is Julie Warner. Okay. Julie, where did you send Julie and the crew? Well, what was so awesome about this was what what started out as just a few hours. What do you guys like to do? They like to go bowling. They love movies. We were like, okay, cool. We'll send you, let her have a movie. Go bowling, go bowling, get some pizza. That's, we can manage that, right? right? We can do this. We can clean. Tell me things aren't working in your house. Little things. Well, I started just putting the word out to people. And what was amazing was within days of the word spreading, this turned into, oh, I want to help. I want to help. You hold, know, hold it. Let me ask something. Did it turn into just an army of normal folks? An army of normal folks. Hmm. And you know what? Everybody has something. And I just got to what, what do you what do you know how to do? Who do you know that might know how to do something? Well, do you want to come and see if we need your help? You know, it, everybody has something. Just figure so out you what that is. Where'd they go? Well, we ended up having people wanting to redo flooring and all that. I mean, she had holes in so the So you needed floor. more time. So we needed more time. So we said, hey, are you up for an overnight? Or it was Halloween of all nights. And she's got young kids. But they said, okay, we sent them to Park City. Oh, cool. Up the mountain. Up the mountain. It wasn't very far, but they, the well, kids, had, hour the the kids had never right. been there. In about an hour. About an, 45 minutes, yeah. Yeah, Real but Park cute, City's beautiful. Cute town. Had a friend that knew somebody who had a hotel. They'll let him stay there for free, you know, let him. Hey, okay, cool. Maybe someone else will chip in on their dinner. And they, little by little, we just had this. Until they got to go to a nice dinner in Park, Park City, City and stay in a cool hotel. Stay in a nice hotel on Main Street. And oh, in October 31st. It was it, snowing. Snowing. Yes, up there. Was, so they got to walk Main Street. They got to do all that. They, they got to get ice cream at that place on Main Street. There's a good ice cream. There place. is. I'm impressed, you yeah. know. Yeah, they yeah. got to do all that. You yeah. know, and here these kids just live down the hill. They've never been up there it was a it was a major getaway for them all right so they roll they roll all right hold it do they have a car yes on this one the first one we we sent them up in their car but we kind of decided like we didn't want them stressed we had a few activities planned so the first night they kept their car then the second night we had someone who was a driver That's that so was cool. willing to go up and drive them to the places so she didn't have to i go i don't want her worrying about time where to go? Yeah, don't worry about it. Said, We're going to take care of it. Get the drivers picking you guys up. You're going to have so a you fun had a day. Driver, driver for the divorce mama five. Yep, yep. I love it. In, right. in so like then, a cool so when they're sprinter there, van bus that had music. It was cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. So cool. when they're there, uh-huh. and the kids probably feel like rock stars. Oh, totally. All right. How many people descended on this woman's home? I would say the first project we at least had. 70, 70? 75. Oh, I really thought you were going to say 20 or 25. I, no. I'm not, that's not for purposes of the show. I really am surprised. 70. Yeah. We'll be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Let's return to Tiani and what Little Miracles did at their very first home. She had new floors, new cabinets in the kitchen. They were falling apart. Somebody put new cabinets did in her kitchen. she own this home? She owned the home. So she got the home in the divorce, but of course didn't have the money to keep it up. Exactly. Which is and it was very, very common yeah. in these situations. Yep. So, so and, what else? Um, cabinets, floor? Cabinets, the floor, which was huge. Um did you She's get the such floors a good and cabinets donated? Donated completely. It was a small house. It wasn't a ton. People Doesn't were matter. so great. They were so willing. In fact, we this project was interesting. We had someone willing to donate granite, and I I turned it down on that way. I said I I didn't feel right about it. We didn't really need granite. I appreciated it, but the ca- the countertops they were good. I. I really didn't want this to be extreme home makeover, like the nicest stuff, because I, I felt like I want to do this all the time. I, I don't want people burning out. Uh, we don't really need- I'm sitting here thinking, why not? But what you're I, saying is you knew you were going back to the till for yeah, another one, and you didn't want to blow it all I right I didn't want to, yeah. And I wanted to focus- So did you paint rooms? So what we did that was just worked beautifully is- I mean, it's so overwhelming. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm faking it, you know? <laughs> My business partner had a nonprofit he wasn't using that we were able to umbrella under. So I didn't even have a nonprofit, a 501c3, so I could get donations, you know, and write-offs for people. But I just had so many people that I want to help, I want to help. So I was like, okay. I just started dividing people up in rooms. And I would say, you've got 
Bailey. She's seven. She loves pink. She loves dragons. She loves this. She loves that. So here's the 30,000 foot view. Do something. Yes. And you know <laughs> Not what? Not exactly laid out and managed. You just said, no. this is who she is. This is what she like. You guys have this room. You run with Don't it. Don't screw it up. And I said, Try, this is what's worked for me. Go to Target. Go to Home Depot. If you talk to a manager, they're usually pretty cool. They can give you a, a couple hundred bucks to get started with. But just see if you can help. There's no one. A lot of the people, people from all walks of life, you know, people that owned a lumber company that were great to donate here and there. People yeah, that people own that flooring. Own companies are awesome. They really are. <laughs> but we also had a lot of, of single parents that got it, that wanted to be a part of this, that didn't have the money. I say, it's okay. Go see if you can talk, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. We'll, we'll help you. House? So this was like there was five kids. To, a couple of them were sharing. But, I mean, most of the rooms are bedrooms. So we just literally everybody was over one room. And we had a painter that did all the paint, you know, the same color. And then I said, you know, we don't really have money. But if you want to raise some money and try to get new furniture or try to get new bedding or whatever. I mean, it was amazing. Did you get it? Yes. In fact, she's a good sport about this story, but she was embarrassed at first. There was a little nest of mice living in her couch when we went to move it that we found. We're like, throw it out. <laughs> and then we're like, we don't have a couch. We don't have a couch for her. And somebody went to RC Willie, the furniture store. Like, this is like a couple hours before they're coming home. We're like, we gotta, we need a, we need a couch for this family. Someone go talk to... You know, this is that type of chaos. Or just see if they'll donate something. Tell them what we're doing. Invite them to come over. We're going to welcome them home here. But maybe they'll give us a deal. We'll scrape up the money. Just we got to have a couch so for this happened? family. This couch shows up. <laughs> People through the grapevine, a girl runs into someone she knew at the store. Oh, she knew the manager. And they end up this beautiful sectional we're we're moving it in like minutes before they came home hold it, it we're was not a, talking regular couch we're talking about a oh it was a nice sectional for her whole family they were movie people they you know they just had one little family room but that couch was like heaven for them they loved it was brand new it had the reclining you know everybody had a spot <laughs> and they just loved this couch and it came in it was one of those split level houses back in the 80s everybody had that and we're moving this couch in over the you know banister minutes before they're coming home and it fit perfectly and it was just one of those moments of like this is just a little miracle this is i mean talk about that happened every time over and over just Everything just came together at the last minute and was so perfect. I could, I could be here for hours telling you guys stories about that. So it's amazing. they come down from the mountain. Come down They've from had, the mountain. And truthfully, just the day in Park City probably would have been enough. Well, Bill, you get this because you grew up as a single, you know, with a single mom. Even I didn't understand that because it, my kids grew up this way. What I realized later... What brought tears to her eyes the most was that day with her kids. She got to have a stress-free day, and she got to show her kids herself. Yes. So, uh, something that was more meaningful than anything. Something I think about a lot is when you're in that stressful position, your children don't even get to see who you really are. Yeah. They don't even get to see why you were once a desirable human being to be around oh because you were such gosh, a. You nailed it. What? Yes, you nailed it. It's true. And so on that day, though, 
with all the stress gone and not having to worry about any of it, her kids got to experience her. Yes. Which is amazing. And what you just said kind of came to my mind, you know, as they're coming home, what are we doing here when they come home? What, you know, how, what do we want to have happen here? And I, I had that thought. I wanted her kids, not that they didn't know, because I knew they knew she had a reputation of having the best birthday parties in the neighborhood. She always had the kids over. She was as mess, best as she could. She was the fun mom, you know, working three jobs and crazy as could be. But, you know, we, I wanted her kids to know just how amazing she was, you know, sort of from someone else, sort of a moment. Because that's another part that I feel like kids lose is they're not having a mom and dad sort of edify each other and brag on the other one a little and show, you know, it gives these kids, I, my dad did that for my mom and vice versa. And I, I, I remember what it did to me as a kid thinking, I have a really great dad because yeah. my mom told me that all the time. Do you know what a great dad, you know how lucky you kids are to have such a great dad. He puts you first. And I thought, wow, I do. I, ha I And I adored my dad because of that. But but the problem is the divorced parents' kids don't hear that they from They don't anybody. ever hear it. And here is a mother who is doing more than most, but her kids see the chaos. And they don't get to see her essence and who and, she is. And her house is a mess. And they don't, why is our house messy and theirs isn't? Why, why is our house falling apart? So... Forget, forget beyond this. I'm dying to understand how, when they roll up from the mountain mm -hmm. and they hit the door. Does she? She moment. must just melt. It's a beautiful moment. So another another little thing that happened during this time when I was before I had talked out loud and said I want to do this and I was thinking about it. I laid down with my daughter to get her to fall asleep one night and I was flipping through my phone and this video came on and just so happened it's a video from someone called david archuleta the song's called glorious and it's such a powerful video it, it, it you have to listen to it it's our theme song i knew in that moment before i got off her bed that that was calling to me because the whole song is everyone plays a piece everyone has a gift just follow your heart you'll figure out what it is just do it and i had been feeling i need to do something and that song spoke to me i got up i got went downstairs i had my boys pull it up on the tv watch this with me we're doing this we're gonna do this this is such a you know this is song is talking to me right now so that has been our theme song so when the family comes home you play that. david archuleta glorious well we have a little dance party before actually because <laughs> we are working hard it is not glamorous we're exhausted and it's We're sweaty like and covered telling everybody the family's right. about to come and so we we wanted to be out on the street we wear red red balloons we wanted him to feel like and rock mind you stars. this is the first one yeah okay. the first the first time we were blue because i'd grown up with b and i said no after that i changed it to red yeah, red's okay. a powerful color so you went from color. byu to utah yeah i said no you went from cougars to Utah. exactly Ooh. because it's a powerful color so okay. the first time but i knew the feeling i wanted them to feel like rock stars come pulling down the street and they yeah. see everybody and we're having fun so 
we had a, a guy that was a friend. He was a painter. He had a DJ equipment. Great. Okay. So he would get everybody <laughs> the doing painter, the YMCA. The painter doubled as the DJ. He did. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Jose Provador. He was awesome. Jose what? Jose Provador. He Jose was Provador, painter, the painter slash, slash DJ. DJ. Yep. Of course. He is Why amazing. Not? I yep. love it. All right. So they, they get there. I really want to, when the door opens, oh. what does she say? Well, we, if you hear the song, so I'm always like, we stop the dance party music as they're pulling up the street and we hit that song. And it is powerful right off the bat. You just have to hear it. And they pull up and it's just a moment. No one's saying anything if right If our then. producer's worth his salt during when this is actually being listened to, we'll have that song in the background. You got to play but the song. You can yeah. see Alex over there. I'm not sure if he'll pull it off or not. Yeah. Well, if you can, it'd be worth it. No, you we'll got to We actually would have to get the right. I know. Reach. I actually will try to reach out to him and pull that off. Don't cut this out. That is you being weak. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the, the song's playing. Oh, the, uh, song's the, the painter's like, playing the, the yes, music. He and hits she hits it. the door. And it's it's just love. It's just love. That's all it is. It's random strangers hugging these people. Some people you know, some people you feel like you know the family, even if you don't, because you've been there working your butt off all day, all night. You gotta tell me the kids are sprinting to the rooms to see what's Well, we don't let them go in just yet. We have this moment. We're listening to the whole song. Hugging everybody. It's just to feel, take it in. Feel the moment here. Right, it's great. Feel these people love you. Human beings you, just doing something it is, for another human yeah. being. Just good old-fashioned kindness. Just because it's your turn. Not because you're the pity store. You're, it's just your turn. Right. It's your neighbors here helping you. It's your day. And I wanted them to feel that and just take it in. So that's what that song is. During the whole song, it's just everybody hugging each other. The kids have painted welcome home, you know, and there's balloons and everybody's just in the red. And then when the song's over, whoever nominated the family takes the mic for a second, just a second, and tell us why, why did you, because that's our only rule with our little miracles. You can't nominate yourself. That's that's really the rule. That's a really good rule. Yeah, but otherwise, you know, it it doesn't have to look a certain way. You don't have it. to need all these. You, not every story is a dramatic story. Some are, some aren't. Just tell us why you nominated the family. Tell us a little. And I also wanted that to be a moment for these kids to hear what their mother is. Why doing. their mom is so great. You know yeah. why why all these people are here. Not just we're here for you. You kids are amazing. Because like you said, you you didn't choose this. Your life's a little tougher. But you're amazing. And your mom, you know what she does for you? So it was like a moment for someone they knew to tell the amazing things that their mom does for them that maybe they don't see. And why everybody wanted to be here. And you know what? When they heard it was your family, look at all these people. Everybody heard about you and wanted to be here because you guys are awesome and you're special and you deserve it. And we just want you to, nothing else, you feel that every day. If you ever wonder if you're loved, you remember today. I mean, for the mom, I'm hearing this and I, you know, for some, it could be life changing, but. Uh, for all, it would have to be life-affirming. Yeah. It would have to be life-affirming for a single mom fighting and struggling 
all the things we talked about, the anxiety, the bills, the fear, the shame, and everything else to be affirmed as I'm a human being with value. And although I'm struggling, these children are proof of my value and affirmation. And it's an opportunity just for them to feel that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty special. Would you please tell me what happens when they go in the house? Oh, it's it's awesome. So we learned you can't let everybody, you know, we, we get typically lots of hundred people. We've had so many people. You can't let everyone run in. So our rule is if you worked on the room specifically, go to the room. you get a head start. You get to go in the room. So you get to see that. So you get to show them around what you've done. We've got to where if the mom wants to say something, but we never, you know, half the time they'll want to say something. Half the time it's overwhelming. So we just let them go through, you know, and um, I'm not usually the one going through. It's it's kind of the one that nominated them who, you know, has a little bit of comfort. You don't want a bunch of strangers. You know, I usually always meet the families prior, but I like to let that be their moment to walk through. Plus, whoever nominates them, we're we're like, hey, you're not just nominating them and we're doing everything. You're in this with us, right? If you really want this for your friend, your sister, your brother, you know, you're in it with us, right? Yeah, you don't get to nominate. Yeah, so they're a big part of the project. And so they're they're front and center and leading them through. And it's just amazing. And so So let me ask something. Do do you, during this process, you kind of step back? Yeah, I don't know why. I found myself, I kind of just... You know, sometimes I say stuff when they first come or whatever, but I'm, I kind of watch and I hang back a little bit and just kind of take it all in. I mean, it's overwhelming. I'm not a real emotional person, but that's my moment to kind of just be like, cause I'm exhausted. It's a lot, you know, this month is nine years we've been doing it. And there's a lot of times going in. I'm like, this is the last time I'm doing this. <laughs> so, and I'm just taking it in at that point, And I'm always so grateful that. We didn't decide to quit because that thought comes in my mind every so time. So what almost. year was this? <laughs> Do you remember? 2013. It's nine years ago now. So what are we in? Is it 2013? So yeah. 2013. Yeah. yeah. That was Halloween. And Halloween so week. after this little experiment of yours, you said, we're going to do this again. Yeah. I, I really wanted to do it again. Hmm. It's a lot of work. Um, What was interesting now... We had them filming it for the local TV thing. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I wondered, will we really have this much help if we don't have the TV? The TV. Uh, so I didn't know if, is that why we everyone was so good about helping out, you know? Because they want to see themselves on a, t- if people knew it was on TV. We we're going to say your business if you helped out. Obviously, that's going on the little clip. But I knew we, we definitely wanted to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um. When it came together and the show actually aired, it was a little disappointing because the guy who put together the show, he had highlighted his contractors that were part of his show, but they weren't the ones that did the work. Mm. And he did a little editing to where they went back after and added some things that weren't really Do you hear that, Alex? Please don't screw the show up. With all your stuff. Yeah, it yeah. didn't. Tell him. It, it tell does him. hurt the whole deal. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't Alex, do that. Let it be his thing. That's right. <laughs> this, this is this is that's how we're going to do this. Yeah. It. We had a big party, and I remember we all just like a little bit like, oh, that's not really how it went down, you know. And and I felt bad, and I had to have a conversation with him. So like you're saying, saying that sometimes TV portrays things as they're not. 
Yeah, I found that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the way and, it works. And sometimes they want to build up the people. I said, well, wait, why? The what about the people who that helped, actually did the work? They didn't. They didn't actually care that their name. But you can't not put their name on and put. Yeah, he well, said, un- "Yeah, unfortunately, I know." He said, "Yeah, I have to because they're part of my that group." Happens all too much. Yeah. 2013, you do this thing. How long till the next one? So let's see. That was October. Gosh, what's crazy is right after you do one, it happens every time. Somebody tells about another family. Yeah, right. For sure. So I want to say it was like February. So how many months? A couple months. A few months. months. Yeah. And And we're- From 2013, when you get an epiphany that you're going to call a thing Little Miracles and you have three weeks to- kind of pull us off and you don't even know what this is. It is, yep. And it ends up being the experience that we just described. Mm-hmm. Now it's 2022 and you do four of these a year? We do one every quarter, typically. So, four a year. Yeah, four generally. Which, Sometimes which, we've done more. Which, since October of 2014, the numbers I have here are 1,827 volunteers 86 families served, 27 community serves, and 9,844 volunteer hours, all of which have basically enriched the lives of a whole bunch of kids who desperately need to have something enriching happening in their lives, and a whole bunch of divorced spouses who are struggling with anxiety and shame and concern and fear and worry. And all of a sudden they get a day that their children get to see them for the people they are and they get to come home to a better place to live. Amen. All because some normal kid that grew up in Colorado who experienced a little tough life, decided, you know, we don't have to go do missions in Brazil. There's there's an opportunity to do a mission right here in my hometown. And you put together an army of just normal folks who wanted to give and serve just for the simple edification of another human being that needed it. Is that what I'm hearing? That's what you're hearing. And that concludes part one of our conversation with Tiani, notably with our normal music, because our week producer clearly didn't get permission to use the music that Tiani was talking about. So you got the basic, I don't know what this kind of music is when we leave, but whatever that stuff is. Anyway, I hope you'll listen to part two that's now available. Her story really does just keep getting better. But if you don't, Make sure you join an army of normal folks at normalfolks.us and sign up to become a member of the movement. By signing up, you'll receive a weekly email and short episode summaries in case you happen to miss an episode, or you may just prefer reading about our incredible guests. Guys, together, we can change this country, but it starts with you. I'll see you in part two. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.